I'm not looking for your politically correct answer today. Okay. What I'm looking for is the honest truth. And if you found out that your teacher had this secret, would you want your child to change classes today on the show? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. So glad you're here. It's live, laugh, and love your mom. That's what we do every single day. And my mom is my (laughs) co-host. It's funny to even say that. This is her, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to start today with some of your phone calls on yesterday's topic. In case you weren't here for yesterday's show, I said that uh, Kiki, my chihuahua, who is the apple of my eye, but is kind of a bad girl sometimes, uh, has peed on the hotel carpet. And I don't know if I, because I kind of cleaned it up, but when I signed the form, the hatter, it said, hey, you need to... uh, you need to let us know if anything happens. There's a $250 cleaning fee. If there's any kind of waste or I forget what they called it, but basically pee or poop. Uh, so you guys had uh, interesting points of view on this today. Listen to this. Hey Kramer, it's Eileen from Flowery Branch. Trust me, they will find out and they will just charge the credit card that was on file at the hotel and they'll call it like property damage. Um, to be honest, I doubt I would say anything. I'd like to think I'm a very moral person, but I don't know. I think most people don't say anything, but housekeeping will probably find out. And who knows? I know you have a few more days left, right? So she may do it again. Hey, Kramer, this is Billy from San Diego. If you clean it up to where a point to where it doesn't smell and no staining, the hotel housekeeping will not notice it. Um, I would know that because I am an accounting manager for hotel and we have many people who have been dogs and I know that the dogs do pee in the room and they do other things in the room as well. So if you clean it really good where there's no stain or no smelling, you should be able to get away with it without them knowing. Kramer, it's Rich from Phoenix. I mean, honestly, just from my own personal hotel experience, having worked at a couple myself, if your dog didn't shed a whole bunch and you feel like there's not going to be a visible stain or a noticeable odor. I wouldn't say a word. That's $250 you can use for this move you got going on. The the pet deposit that we always charge at the places I've worked has been for allergy-related things. You know, we got to go in and deep clean the room to make sure the, the dog's fur isn't going to give somebody a crazy allergy attack or something like that but no man i wouldn't say a word about it i'd just let it slide and like i said if you think that there's not going to be any smell or visible stain forget about it i don't think i'm gonna say anything i don't think i will i like i think i'll wait for them is that bad karma if like they (laughs) if they say something i'm not gonna deny it but i don't know if i'm gonna go like tell on myself well when jim and i were listening to the podcast today he said no Hell no. Don't go tell them. They'll let him know if they need to charge him anything. And they have his credit card number. That's true. I'm like, oh, that's a different way to think about it. Yeah, so. that's true. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if they're going to charge me, they're going to charge me. But I don't know if I'm going to go and, and like say anything, turn myself in, narc on myself. I think that might be kind of foolish at this point. This move is just moving so expensive. I'm I'm in the process of. I think I found a place to live, but I 
it's very i'm super indecisive i'm so jealous of people that can just make a decision like that on some things and be done mm-hmm. like jess my co-host like literally went to one went to one apartment and was like that's <laughs> the one i'm gonna rent and i'm like <laughs> 23 properties later i still haven't quite made my mind up on where i'm gonna live yet it's just so i don't know why it's such a big decision for me it's just uh it, it's, i just feel like when you rent you spend so much money on renting you oh, know it's like money yeah. you kind of throw away so it's like if i'm gonna throw this money away yeah i really want to make sure it's like somewhere that i really want to live because then i'm stuck you know and then you're in a city you don't know too like i don't know anything about baltimore i don't honestly i was gonna put this on my instagram today but i decided not to because i feel like we'd like I think if management here saw this, then uh-huh. they wouldn't like it. But I was going to do a um, uh, put a, a picture of a blank map up on my Instagram and tag Jess in it and say, Jess, point out Maryland on the map. I don't think I can point it out. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I can point it out. Like I know it's near D.C., but I can't point out D.C. on a map either. Oh, no. Like I've got <laughs> – all of like the South figured out because I grew up in Georgia. So I know, right. you know, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, Kentucky. I got that. North Carolina, South Carolina. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't know. And then I know like, you know, uh, Phoenix and New Mexico and Nevada and the whole West Coast. But other than that, I don't really know like the rest of the states. And I feel like I'm going to live here. I couldn't tell you what state is north of here, what state is south of here to the, I know we're on the coast, but I don't know like what, like, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. No clue. Mm. Well, no clue. You know, there's this little reference point called Google. <laughs> but like, can you, like, can you name the states? Like if I said, if I said like, where is like um, Idaho on a map? Could you point out Idaho? Oh, no. I, yeah, I stink I at geography. I know. I'm so bad at that, man. But I it's did like Google you, it. <laughs> what? You Google what? Maryland or Idaho? Yeah. Mar- <laughs> Maryland. Oh, okay. So it's, where, like, what's what's next to me? I don't even know what's next to me. I have no idea. On its north, it's Pennsylvania. Mm. West. That's, is, that's north. Uh-huh. West mm. is West Virginia. East is Delaware and the Atlantic Ocean. And on the south, across from the Potomac, is West Virginia and Virginia. <laughs> I feel like I should know this kind of stuff. Well, it's been a long time since you took geography and what yeah. sixth grade. But I feel like I live here. Like, keep in mind, in like 10 days, <laughs> I've got to go in front of a city. And this is a pretty provincial city, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, people, a lot of people like born here, raised here. In case you don't know, I just tuning in, I just moved to Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, to do a radio show. And in 10 days, like I've got to go in front of these people and like present myself. Like I know what the hell I'm talking about. And before, like when I worked with Gina and I worked with Nina over in Phoenix, mm-hmm. it was easier because they were both had lived there for so long. Jess and I are going to sound like a bunch of dummies. And there's nothing <laughs> worse than like saying a, like, like a street wrong or a city wrong. It's just embarrassing. So say a prayer you, as we You better go on it. Skillshare and see if they have a geography course. <laughs> Something. <laughs> embarrassing it's super embarrassing um my mom's reading what are you reading right now mom oh i was actually listening to it today um the life-changing magic of tidying up with maria Kondo. remember when that came out i don't know yes our joy and everything or whatever that was like i didn't i don't really i didn't get into that whole thing it was like cleaning your closet up though or something and what to throw out and whatnot too yeah 
Right, exactly. She tells you how to tidy up your life, right? Right. Not just your surroundings, but she adds the psychological impact of how your surroundings affect you. Right. Um, So that's going to be my quote for the day. Oh, wow. Less than 10 minutes in and we're getting to the quote. The show's going to be early today. No, we don't have to do the quote yet. But um, what, what made me think about it was I'm wondering, I'm curious about what you moved. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, moving is a great time to clear out. And then I I would just, I mean, I remember when we moved here and now it feels like we've filled up every square inch of space we have. I know. You know, we were rattling around in here at first, but, and that's what happens. So I am going to start tidying up. Um, (laughs) you know, going through my closets and doing all that stuff. She's got some really good pointers on that. I also didn't know how to fold my socks. So we fold our socks up in a little ball, right? Yeah, like you put one inside the other. Oh, no. She does not (laughs) like that. Mm -mm. She says, poor socks. They take such good care of your feet, and that's the way you treat them. You're supposed to stack them on top of each other and then roll them. And then- and then put them straight up in the drawer so no. that you're all organized and you can see your socks. And I thought about your sock drawer and I thought, no way. you don't even put the socks together. No, I throw them all in there. <laughs> you just throw them in I'll there. I'll come find them when I need them because I never like <laughs> wash them together. For some reason, I can never like wash the right things together. Like, can you ever, I don't, maybe I'm the only person that's like this, but you can call in on this because I'd be curious. Like, do you wash both your socks together? Because I feel like I can never get the same. <laughs> socks and the same load of laundry and then they're off and then you can't buy one. I have to buy new socks all the time because of that. I can't tell you one. I probably have like three pair pairs of socks and the rest are just like random ones that have just, you know, from this batch or that batch. And I'm really, really bad at you have to fold your socks up. No, nobody's doing yes. that. Nobody folds their socks up. That's crazy. And your stockings, like, she said, but who wears stockings anymore? Yeah. That's like, I think no. just no. showing her maybe, credibility. Maybe on the topic. It was 10 years ago that this yeah. came out. Anyway, um, but I am curious about what you moved and how much stuff you got rid of and how you determined what you were taking and what you weren't. And yeah, I um, I, it's it's funny when you move a lot. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be two different groups of people listening around. There's probably people that have lived in the same house for a long time, and those That's people probably have, yeah, you have so much stuff in your house. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of stuff true. Um, uh, because I've moved so much. Like I move about every two or three years I'm moving. Right. So right. when you move a lot, you don't have a lot of stuff, but this has been the first move I've made since I've been divorced. And that's tricky because mm. the question is, what do you keep after you get divorced or probably even like a bad breakup could do the same thing. Like what do you keep with you mm-hmm. and what do you get rid of? Because most of the stuff that I had in my house through my marriage, like stuff I wanted. So there was a big part of me that just didn't want to, uh, like give up the stuff that I picked out in the first place just because she left. Right. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, my philosophy on moving is if I haven't used it since the last time I moved it, I'm getting rid of it. Like Mm -hmm. unless it's like a keepsake, I threw out so many BS wedding gifts. I need to get Dramaggy <laughs> on. Oh, um, because uh, let me tell you, I don't know like, if you're in the demographic of getting married, you don't need, I had this crystal, 
I guess it was like an ice bucket you uh-huh. would use for like champagne uh-huh. um, and or wine, I guess. And uh-huh. I have moved that thing oh, all around the country. And I'm sure it probably cost a million dollars, right? <laughs> it's something that my uh, ex's parent, my ex-parent-in-laws gave us because it was like one of the, they're, they're, they're like a little bougier and like fancier things. And like <laughs> my ex and I, like, we're never going to use this. And I don't, I honestly, we may have used it one time. Uh-huh. We also had this giant, uh, it was plastic, but it was like a, um, what, like a cooler, what, not a cooler. What do you call that? Like a, like a bucket you'd put oh, yeah, wine in Oh, yeah, I know stuff. that one, the plexiglass you know? one. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's big, and it's uh-huh. so unnecessary. And every time I move, i got to move that damn thing around. <laughs> that, I think everyone's got that one item in their house that they're like, <laughs> it's like the it's like your nemesis, right? Right. And for me, that nemesis was always that stupid ice bucket. <laughs> um, oh, God. So I, uh, <laughs> so... I couldn't really get rid of it before because I was always afraid that my ex parent in laws, parents in law, <laughs> were going to come into town, especially my mother in law, and be like, I really just want to use that. Right. I <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, oh, I got rid of it or I sold it or whatever. So I literally just gave that thing to Goodwill. It was probably, okay. I mean, who knows? That thing was giant. It was yes. giant. But yeah, going through after like a divorce is really interesting because um, there there were so many things that I did just get rid of because – especially because my house was very – I mean it, my living room was had a lot of pink in it, which didn't make sense for a single man <laughs> right. to have. Uh, right. But I thought it was cute when I got divorced. So I was like, I'll leave it. It's fine. I don't really mind pink. So I was like, it's fine. Um, I didn't really want to spend all that money on new living room stuff either, right? Right. Uh, I give away – I give away so many clothes – uh-huh, uh, it's good. funny how many clothes you don't wear. Good. Um, I I left all my house plants. I'm not going to travel with those. I right. literally threw out. This is like the one thing that to me was very freeing. Uh-huh. Other than the ice bucket was getting rid of, which is a weird thing to to think about. But like the plates uh-huh. and the silverware that uh-huh. I had. Uh-huh honestly reminded me of my ex the most when uh-huh. I used it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm not sure why that was. Yes. But there's just something about that, that like placeware. What do you call that? Yeah. Place, yeah. Your tableware, your plates and your tableware. Yeah. Right. I like, it just reminded me of her so much. And so I, I just literally was just like, okay, bye. I, I think I kept like my couch, my beds, TVs and that's and then like just like knickknacks and that's it. But, but getting rid, there's something about getting rid of certain items. I mean, I didn't need new plates, but there's something about having that fresh start. You know, yes. brand new plates. Yes. When I get settled over here, if I ever decide on a place, at this point, <laughs> I'm gonna be living in this hotel forever. <laughs> I go through mixed emotions living in a hotel. It's kind of nice because everything's right here. I got nowhere to go. You know, it's every, every room in my house is right here. Right. Kiki loves it. My dog loves it because typically she'll wander with me throughout the house. Right. But in the hotel, she just has to lay on the on the bed and just look at me no matter where I'm going. She never get, actually has to get up. And, um, uh, but I, I think I'm going to gain 500 pounds by living in this place. My mom every, every night, cause we're recording these shows pretty late. It's what? Seven 45 right now. Right. Um, we usually record, I recorded like two my time, but uh, West coast time. Um, I'm like ordering so much food, right. And I'm having Chipotle every single night for dinner because you know, I'm vegan and gluten free and that's a really easy thing I can just order. And it's here really fast. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just, 
<sighs> I think my cholesterol shot up about 40 points since I've <laughs> since I've been here. But there is a gym in the hotel, right? Yeah, I've been working mm-hmm. out a little bit, probably not enough. It's funny when you wake up. I always feel like if you eat the dinner that you had the night before, before 11 a.m. the next day, it's like when you're really treading it into like bad territories. Like I had pad thai last night. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Woke up this morning craving it. I had it at like 9.45 oh. because oh. my food's so limited too. So anyway, that's that's Baltimore life. That's the latest uh, <laughs> over there. Let's get to Let's get to our quote. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is Marie Kondo. It is not our memories, but the person we have become because of those past experiences that we should treasure. This is the lesson these keepsakes teach us when we sort them. The space in which we live should be for the person we are becoming now, not for the person we were in the past. Hmm. Which was which really made me curious about what you moved and what you didn't. Right, from the from the divorce. That's really interesting. I, I don't know, like, because buying stuff for your house is super expensive, right? Like, you sure. can, as much as I move to, I always have to, like, keep, because re- things just don't fit right. They don't right. fit right in other houses. So I always got to keep buying stuff and selling mm-hmm. stuff and buying stuff and selling stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, but with, um, uh, with this movie, yeah, it was it was like the weirdest one yet. Of like, who I am, who am I going to become? Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, I got rid of my comforter because my comforter had like gold sparkles on it, and uh-huh. I was like, probably not, probably not like a what a, a single man <laughs> should be having on his bed anymore. You know, just doesn't <laughs> yeah. really doesn't Good. really make sense. But I also have to be careful because, I mean, my I will. I think maybe this is the first time I've given my ex wife credit on this podcast. It's 117 episodes in. It's probably time. <laughs> Uh, I, she was a great decorator. So she did yes. like a really good job decorating our spaces, no matter where yes. we moved. Yes. And with that said, I'm not, right. I'm like, it's like not my strong suit yes. of decorating. So I remember when I actually moved in with my ex-wife, I had this lot, remember that lava lamp lamp? Oh gosh. And like, yes. I loved it. So like you can picture it, it's like a regular lamp, right? And then it had uh, like the the bait or like the what would you call the neck of the lamp, uh, like like a desk lamp, but like the what would you call that part the, of the lamp? Like the, the, just the base. Well, that wasn't yeah. the base, but like the the part that goes the top up. part of the lamp. Not the top, in between the bottom and the top, that little pole that goes up. Um, that was a lava lamp, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. You know, like thinking about now, like that was the coolest lamp ever. Oh, and um, but I'm afraid, like when I decorate my own place, I'm buying stuff like that. I'll be oh. getting like posters from Hot oh. Topic and putting them on the wall. And <laughs> well, you can always, you can always and- FaceTime me and say, "Should I buy this?" <laughs> That's- my biggest apprehension right now is how that's going to go. Jess. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Jess would probably be like, yes, yes, it's oh, perfect. I, yeah, Jess would probably like a lava lamp. You're right. Yeah, she'd probably be into <laughs> oh, that. So, gosh, that's um, all right. Well, uh, we'll get to ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. She found out a secret about her kindergartner's teacher, and now she's like, I don't know if I want my daughter to be in her class anymore. Worth changing classes. We'll talk here. Just a few. Uh, let's talk about Bubs, mom. We're talking about collagen 
and we're talking about MCT oil when it comes to Bubs, and they are the best providers. Uh, Sean, who is the owner of Bubs, he he was like, I love collagen; it's good for me. He did extreme sports his whole life, and he was as he was getting older, he was just having a harder time recovering, right? So he had heard about collagen, but then he kind of became obsessed with it and then trying to figure out like how to make it better. And that's why he couldn't find the exact right product because I guess your body needs a certain amount of collagen, but most of the collagens on the market now are fillers, uh, more filler than they are collagen. So uh, he was like, I'm going to make my own. And now he has, and it's, uh, it's the absolute best one on the market. And it's from San Diego, by the way. So mom, you take the collagen. I don't take it. And I don't want to come off inauthentic on that because uh, it's not, it's not vegan, so right. I don't take that one. So right. I, I can't speak on that, but my mom can. She she takes it. You take it every day. I do, and it is it is gluten free and corn there free you go. and non GMO. That's good. That's good. Uh, so it may not be vegan, but it's got a lot of other good things going for it. And it's um, whole thirty approved too. In case you're doing whole thirty right now. That's true. Um, has and it has twenty grams of collagen protein. So for me, it's so easy. I put a scoop of the MCT oil and a scoop of the collagen and with my smoothie every day. Terrific. Has no taste. I think that it definitely, I know that it's helped my hair and my skin and my nails. Um, Also, it's really good for your joints. So like right now, maybe I need to do a double dose because I'm having some problems with my neck. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it's good. Really, but it's really good. It's really good for your joints. And um, the uh, MCT oil, though, is vegan. Yeah, that's what I take. So MCT yeah. oil is great because, and uh, you may have heard of this, like the bulletproof coffee that came out a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when it was like all the rage, but like it, it was kind of weak and it was hard to take because it was literally an oil that you had to take. So what Bubs did was they took that idea, that same concept and the same oil, but they put it into a powder form. So M- MCT oil is great because you know, if you know anything about it, like it's like this great energy booster. It yeah. is, uh, it's great for your gut. It yeah. is great for your energy and your uh, your mental focus, and I'm just I'm just telling you the differences that I have noticed. Yes, and, and it also I, supports appetite control, which is great. But that's I, I'm always that's trying to I, lose yeah. at least five pounds all the time. You know? Yeah, so uh, yeah. it's it's you may need to, to double me, up on that. I may need to, yeah. Me and all Chipotle all the time. Uh, no, but I really have, I mean, I noticed the difference and because uh, I had a friend that texted me today and she's like, hey, I just heard the the commercial for for the Bub's MCT oil. Is it really like that good? And I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't give you the, I don't get like the, the jitteriness of coffee. No, I, to be honest, I was like a little apprehensive about taking it because I'm so sensitive to caffeine. So I was kind of apprehensive about taking it. Mm-hmm. But you just, it, you don't feel like, amped like ah you just feel like oh i don't feel tired anymore which is nice just like kind of a a neutral awake which is which is really cool so uh go try it for yourself put the two together they're great supplements that work well together it's the collagen and the mct oil from bubs naturals and as a listener to this podcast you get 20 percent off so just type in the code kramer 20 and you're going to get 20% off. And if you're a certified fan, by the way, uh, I'm going to put a code up in the uh, the Facebook page today, and I'll text you too. Uh, you'll get an extra 5% off, so 25% off. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah, your purchase over at Bubs. So go check them out. BubsNaturals.com. Bubs, B-U-B-S, Naturals, with an S, BubsNaturals.com. Or go to the show notes and click on the link down there.
So she found out a secret about her daughter's kindergarten teacher. The question she has is, should I change classes over this? And uh, we'll get into it here in just a few. I think parents can really can really be useful in this uh, in this conversation. We'll say hi to all of our certified fans. Thank you so much for all your support. We do have a bunch of new ones we haven't said hi to yet. Don't worry, your whoop whoops are coming. I'm just like oh swamped right now. So um, don't worry, they are coming. <laughs> but a, a special whoop whoop to all of our certified fans, right, Mom? Yes, whoop whoop. Thank you for your support. It's really, really helpful. Um, uh, basically, it's like your support is keeping the show going. So mm-hmm. please don't cancel. Um, <laughs> I love the fan forget- that said it, it felt like it was her show. And I yeah, I and saw said, that. It is your show. <laughs> yeah, if you invest it in it, you, I think you can you can complain more if you invest. So <laughs> keep that in mind. If something you like or you don't like, you can't say anything if you don't pay for it. Oh, <laughs> um <laughs> but if you uh, if you want to become a certified fan, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. I'll shoot you back a link. It just takes maybe 10 seconds to do it. If you have Apple Pay set up on your phone especially, you can get it done super fast. So uh, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And thank you for being a certified fan. Yes. All right. Let's get into Ask My Mom. This is the uh, the self-help, not self-help, but the asking for help segment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that what you call it? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Ask for help segment is when you can write in because sometimes like asking people that are too, too close to you is gets kind of awkward sometimes on things like you just want to kind of be anonymous. And I know for this, she does 100% want to be anonymous, but what's more important and more powerful since we are like a little podcast family here is that other family members call in and like give their advice from where they've been at. And you know, I'm not a parent. So all this parent topics I have a hard time with my mom obviously is, is a mom, (laughs) hence the name. (laughs) Um, but I, uh, this, this wasn't as, uh, prevalent when I was growing up. So I'm kind of curious where, you know, where we'll go with this, but get ready to call in to 888-Kramer8. Okay. The email says for you and your mom, um, I've been debating for two weeks now if I should write this email or not. I don't want to come across closed minded or insensitive. I just want to, I just want the best for my child. My baby is a kindergartner and just started back this week. My, this is my firstborn. So understand the pressure with getting it right. I was able to meet with her teacher over Skype a few weeks ago. She seemed very nice. One of my best friend's sons is also in her class, and she found out that my son's teacher, was that right? Probably supposed to say her tongue. And she found out that our kid's teacher is transgender. She is now a woman, but she used to be a man. And I'm okay with that, albeit a little confusing to me. I just feel kind of uncomfortable with my daughter in this situation. Kindergarten is such a formative year where they're learning all about gender and how it, how in the world can you explain a trans to a child, a transgender people? I think trying to understand the man and the woman gender roles are already confusing enough, but then you add transgender and it is very confusing. My best friend and I are worried that their teacher is going to try to explain all this to our children. And I just, feel kind of uncomfortable with my daughter in that situation. I've been debating for a few weeks now if I should transfer her out of this teacher's class. But if I do, I feel like I'm a bad person. Do you think I should? Don't you think that's kind of confusing for a five-year-old? And then that's just, there was more, but I cut it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Yeah. You don't like, that's not something you really thought about when you were, when I was in kindergarten, mom, you know, I feel like so much has progressed since, since then. Thank Um, God. 
I'll let you I'll let you start because I think okay. you can understand what it's like to have a kid a lot better than I can. Yes. And particularly with firstborns, you know, we're so at least I think most of us are so overprotective of the firstborn and you know, we're trying to do everything by the book and just get it right. Right. Um more so than with, you know, the other children. Um but for me, I think that I don't think it's a problem. Obviously, you liked her on the Skype call. Right. I can't imagine that any teacher is going to go into a kindergarten class and talk about their their gender or their sexuality. I mean, right. that would be very bizarre. That would be very well, I mean, bizarre. You to would do talk that. about like he, she, and stuff like that, right? Well, I don't know. It, she's I mean, I, a she. I, I, yeah. She's a she now. So she should be treated just like any other female. I mean, is that worth even bringing up to somebody at the school? Like, hey, I am just a little concerned about the. I mean, here's the thing is like, it's 2020 and right. we're all in the middle of change. I mean, we've mm-hmm. changed so much since the 2016 election. I mean, it's just been crazy mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been like so many different things have been brought up t- to our attention. Mm-hmm. And I don't think change happens overnight. Right. I don't think by you writing in, I don't think you're some kind of like bad person. No, not at all. I just it's think a that. concerned parent. It just takes time for this kind of stuff to become the normal. Yes. Like it it becomes awareness and then it takes time to just become normal. Right. I mean, if you're asking me, I'm like, who cares? (laughs) You know, like why, who cares if your teacher is transgender? Like if this is the world that we want to make change in, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm pretty progressive. So Mm -hmm. I'm just speaking from my progressive point of view that Mm -hmm. literally has no kind of expertise of being a parent. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how I'd feel in that situation, but mm-hmm. I just feel like most people want to be understanding and welcoming and that's probably in their heart. But how do you make that commitment to things that may make you feel uncomfortable because you're just not used to it? Yes. You know? And I think it could be a great growth moment for their family. I mean, you know, to just be accepting of this teacher who is probably going to be a wonderful teacher. I mean, obviously they hired her. Right. Um, yeah. And kindergarten is a special time. And I doubt that it will be an issue at all. I would hope it wouldn't be an issue at all. But if it is, then you go to the principal and you have a conversation about it. But I can't imagine that they're going to have a conversation about transgender <laughs> and I don't even know how yeah. garden. I mean, I, I just, I mean, that would be so bizarre to me um, for that to happen. So I, I certainly wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that happening. Right. Um, yeah. It seems, it seems kind of yeah. an odd, like an odd place to have that conversation. Yeah. But then, I mean, you know, what's, what's really, what I found interesting about this podcast, especially in doing surveys about it is that we as a family are all here because we're all we're all like-minded in a sense, but 
there's people that have very different viewpoints politically. Right. Uh, they have very different viewpoints socially yeah. and uh, spiritually. Yes. And we just all agree that like we're here for the common good of humanity and like just, you know, That's the, the three principles that we stand for, you know, live and laugh and love your mom. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to be curious how these calls will go today. Mm -hmm. um, our phone number, 888-Kramer8. I think it's perfectly fine. I think leave your child in there. If we're trying to make a change and become more in, uh, inclusive of everyone, no matter what they are, which I think at the end of the day, we all are. I, I mean, I think that's what the way the world's heading. Right. Then even, so. let's just say your, your, your child was taught about transgender. It, it's a great teachable did moment. Did you die? Like, yeah, I mean, right. It's a great teachable moment. Right, um, right. So yes, I think I think that teacher deserves the same respect of any other teacher. And I certainly would not be moving my child because of that, because it could, she or he, whoever her kid is, could be missing a terrific opportunity and a great, For sure. and a great experience. So do this. Call us up, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, 888-Kramer8. And like, yeah, if you found out that your kid's teacher was transgender, would it bother you? Would you want to get it moved out? Because we do want to hear both sides. Don't feel like it's just going to be a one-sided conversation mm -hmm. here. All right. Let's get both sides going. And That's what we're here to talk about and Ask My Mom. We're not professional counselors. We're just yes. speaking from our own viewpoint and our own life experiences. And so everyone's is valuable. So do call in. It falls into the live category. It you know, we're does. living our lives trying to figure it out. So 888-Kramer8, get in touch and let's uh, let's get this conversation going. All right, mom, that's it for today. We're done here. Um, okay. Thank you so much for listening today. Good news. It made me laugh or back probably next week, <laughs> but now I'm so tired. I can't even think about doing that, but it's fine. <laughs> We're going to get it done. It'll be back. Don't forget new merch is in the merch store too. We've got the, uh, the dad hat, which I think is super cute. It says hi, honey on it. Uh, we have got the uh, coffee mug. We have got the, uh, what else do we have? It's new. Oh, the, uh, no, the, it's fine. It's wine glass. Fine. It's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. Yes, everything in 2020 is fine. <laughs> uh, and so if you uh, if you'd like to buy some merch, oh, the, and the toddler boys' tees are back too, as well as the uh, the tank tops for females. Or, you know, it's 20. I feel like we can't, we can't have a transgender conversation and talk about gender. It's kind of bizarre. But um, all of those are in the merch store right now. So text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8 and support the show. If you like something in the store, that would be great. All right, Mom, that's it for today. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. Hi, Kramer. It's Irene from Chula Vista again. Your dad's number one fan. And you need to be nice to your dad. He has fans. I'm his number one fan. And I would buy his merch. I have not bought any merch yet. So you need to get the Jimmy Matt merch out and be nice to him. And stop teasing him that he doesn't have any fans because he does. Okay? We love you all, your whole family. But your dad's my favorite. So give him the, the what is it, the praise that's due for him. Okay? All right. All right, guys. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.